Get ready for the Organically Blunt Show, the podcast that dives deep into the world of cannabis with real informative conversations. Whether you're a seasoned smoker or just curious, light up and join the conversation. Let's get Organically Blunt. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Organically Blunt. I am Jay Blaze, your host, and this evening we have the pleasure to speak with not only somebody that has to deal with prohibition when it comes to this beautiful plant that we all love, but also somebody known by everybody as Smoke. Welcome to the show, Smoke, and we're glad that you're part of the Seedsman family. Hey, what's going on, brother? I'm glad to be part of the family, man. Definitely. Uh, Seedsman's been great to me. Definitely. So tell us a little bit of about how you got involved with Seedsman. But before we get to that part, we want to kind of hear how you got involved with growing as a whole. How old were you when you first came across the cannabis plant? And when was the first time you decided to pop some seeds? Uh, well, my first introduction to cannabis, I was actually 11. Uh, so I'll be 40 in February. It's been 29 Stuff like that years, I don't know, I'm not good at popping off that real quick, but uh, it's been a while. Uh, I was 11 years old, and I was hanging out with a buddy of mine, and his buddy had a car, and uh, we all decided we were going to go out and hang out at the cemetery midnight, and the uh, first time we smoked was out of a Mountain Dew camera. Man, I've been there. That's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, that's, oh. You know, oh, man, you're taking it back. Yeah, it didn't taste the greatest, but I remember, you know, I wasn't one of those. You know, my first time, I definitely got high. I mean, you had beetles, like, motherfucker, man. I remember my laughing so much. My cheeks were hurting and shit. It was a good time. Definitely, definitely. Definitely a good time. Man, that's crazy. Uh, I, I, I didn't really start smoking, like, as much as I do. So probably about uh, 15 years old, something like that, right around 15. I uh, got into it uh, down when I was still living in Illinois. Uh, I moved up here to Iowa, probably about 16 or 17. And as soon as I came up here, I, I lived in Cedar Rapids. We lived uh, like on the bad side of Cedar Rapids. And the uh, first thing I wanted to do was make money, so I started for uh, somebody I could, you know, that would front me some butt, and I'd go out and sell it, and I'd turn my little bit of profit and buy a little bit more the next time, and I just, you know, kept doing that. Uh, that was, like, my first, like, I guess, real introduction to the, the actual world of cannabis. Definitely, definitely, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we've all kind of, we've all kind of had to deal with that, and, um, you know, it makes it crazy, but definitely. Uh, so, you know, how did, I guess the question is, is how did Seedsman discover you? That's what we're kind of getting at here is, you know, kind of fast forward a little bit here. You know, I see, we see that, you know, for you guys that haven't checked out his page, we're, we're going to link it in the description below for afterwards where you guys can check out him on Instagram and see how, he built a grow box and um, a bed, and we kind of want to hear about how, how that's working for you and kind of like, you know, how how you came across Seedsman to be able to become a part of the family. You know, with me, I talk to so many people that 
you know, Seedsman was like, hey, you know, you know a lot of the people that we work with, we want to work with you. That was how my story worked with them, but we want to hear yours, definitely. Right. Well, uh, I mean, I first heard, uh, you know, like knowing about Seedsman, you know, years, years ago when I was, you know, first started looking at like high times and stuff like that. Uh, started, you know, seeing the ads and stuff pop up right around the time they were, you know, becoming a big thing, 2002. And, uh, you know, I, I was always looking through the magazines and stuff, thinking, you know, one of these days I'm going to order some seeds, this and that. Uh, you know, I, ne I never really got into, like, you know, all the social media stuff. So just like a couple of years ago, I finally uh, started an Instagram account. And uh, I guess I wouldn't say the other I mean, yeah, they're, they're helping me out a lot, but I, I kind of went after them a little bit because I, I already, you know, kind of read about who they were and stuff. And I've been on their website several times looking for beans and whatnot. And I was just one of those guys that kind of reached out to them and said, hey, you know, what are your guys' requirements for sponsorships and stuff like that? And uh, they told me I should look into the affiliate program. And so I did that. I signed up for that. And then I think like a day or two later, they emailed me back you know, told me I didn't accept it into the program and whatnot. Just kind of went from there. And, you know, ever since, I've been uh, kind of doing my thing. I started growing probably like seven or eight years ago. Uh, we lived at another place about half an hour from here that we were renting. And I, first thing I did was I bought a little two and a half foot, like two and a half foot tent. It was like five and a half feet tall. And started out with a 600 watt HPS and that little motherfucker. And just kind of, you know, went from there. I made all the all the mistakes I think you can make at the beginning. I, I didn't start off with enough stuff. And it's just been kind of building up since then. But when I started that Instagram account, things just kind of, you know, took off a little bit more for me. Because, you know, I was, I've been ready to put myself out there for a while. I, I could care less where I'm living at. You know, whether it's legal or not, I just, I love cannabis. It does a lot for me. It's helped me out so much in my life, kept me off so much other shit. And I decided I wanted to grow it myself. And so, like I said, about seven or eight years ago, I started some uh, some green crack I got from uh, Crop King up in Canada. And grew those out in that little two-by-two. Two. And, you know, it ended up not too bad uh but I ended up with a bunch of uh, mold because it got so so damn dense. I just couldn't, I wasn't, you know, I didn't know enough to be peeking inside the buds and whatnot. It, uh, it got moldy and I lost a bunch of it. But, you know, on to, you know, like I said, two years ago, I started that Instagram account. Like I said, I just kind of reached out to them myself. You know, I asked them what the requirements were. I got accepted into that affiliate program. I was excited, man. I was so excited about that to be, you know, somebody that, Seedsman was going to, you know, help out. And I was going to try to do my part to help them out. I just kind of went from there. You know, I don't, I even, you know, I don't feel like I do it enough for them. I try to post, you know, two or three times a week if I can, you know, what I'm doing. And I tag them in it all the time. And I mean, they seem pretty happy with that. So it's been a pretty good uh, relationship we've had. I've had a chance to talk to a couple of different people there, you know, on DMs uh, and whatnot. So it's been great. I love these guys. Definitely, definitely. Now, uh, you know, Otto, Otto is the new representative. He hasn't been in the position he's in for very long now, but he, you know, he reached out to me yep. and he said, he said, hey, I got a guy named Smoke I want you to check out and have on the show. 
you got to hear his story. And, you know, we haven't had a lot of people that are in the prohibition areas. So I guess, you know, some of the questions that I've gathered throughout the week from few, few people that, you know, are interested in hearing your story is, you know, what have been some of your biggest, I guess you would say, complications as far as growing in an area that isn't recreational or medical yet? Well, I mean, we do have a, you know, a certain level of medical, but home grow is still illegal here. And the medical stuff is kind of a, it's, it's a joke. It's so expensive here. You can't, you know, people can't afford it. It's just not worth it anyway to go in there and try to get the stuff they've got. And I still don't think, I don't think we can get flour yet. I haven't even been to actually in one of the dispensaries or anything like that because ever since I started growing my own, I just haven't worried about it. But, uh, you know, our, my biggest obstacle, I can't, I won't be able to go too much into it, but it, it relates to my wife's job. That's been our biggest sure. obstacle, you know, having sure. to keep it as quiet as I can, but still try to get myself out there uh, while protecting her her work and stuff. What definitely, she definitely. I, I guess basically my thoughts were, you know, once I heard about it is you definitely got to be utilizing some kind of filtration per, you know, to where you're not having odor. That's got to be one of the one of the biggest concerns that I would have is somebody smelling it. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, I mean, I've always had the like the charcoal filters and stuff. I, I started out, you know, making my own little charcoal filters for the little tent that I had. But now I, I, I buy you know the big nasty looking charcoal filters that take up a lot of space. But the thing is about the place we got now, we actually own now, and it's a relatively big lot, and the neighbors aren't, you know, really all that close to us. So, I mean, we, we are in a town, but the neighbors are far enough away, and I'm pretty cool with most of them around us that would be kind of in that smelling distance. Sure, and sure, it, 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 has, it has been a real issue yet. Uh, I mean, I always do use the carbon filters, but there are times like I don't have a carbon filter on my dry tent or my dry space before I started using a, a tent, and it would get kind of you know wafty in the neighborhood. But uh, luckily, that we have a lot of skunk hits and stuff around here, so a lot of people just don't really ask questions when that smell starts wafting around. Definitely, definitely, yeah. I, I guess, you know, that would be my biggest concern. You know, I remember the days of, I guess you'd say pre, pre days of the prohibition days of growing, you know, it, it, Michigan has a very good market and we're very blessed up here, but you know, I, they're always trying to change things. They're trying to take our caregiver rights away up here, you know, and we're always fighting for it, but you know, our limit is 12 plants up here and we got one of the biggest plant counts for recreational that i know of you know yeah. and most of them are four and uh it's it's been it's been very interesting for me because i tra i travel to different places and i can't just pop a, a joint in my mouth like i can here like it's a cigarette or something of similarity and uh you know, I've been down to Memphis and other places, and you just pop one in your mouth, and you're like, and my, people are like, ah, uh, you do not realize where you're at here. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, so it's it's definitely different, but I, w I would love to see you guys. You know, your state is known for agriculture, and just like here, and 
uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there hiding them just like we were in the cornfields amongst the corn. But at the same time, you know, I mean, now they went as far as they use drones here to bust the guys that don't have licenses. So they went from using yeah. the helicopters to now they can have a drone come on your property and you can't even hear the thing. So I can imagine, you know, it's you got some complications, but you have grown some beautiful plants. You know, I was looking at them and I was going to try to share them, but every time I share them, I tend to freeze the stream and I don't want to do that tonight. So definitely we got a couple people bouncing in and out of the chat you know problem is is youtube doesn't like to let people know when we're live so i try to let everybody know but because we rescheduled i think everybody was ready on the first night but it, it's not a problem because everybody gets to re-listen to this on all our platforms we put it on and you know that leads me to your, my next question have you picked out what your next genetics you're going to run are and if they if you have what are they you know i see you're working with atlas we work with atlas we work with seedsman we work with arrow mixture as well you know we work with a lot of the brands that you are representing as well and that's awesome because at the end of the day we can all represent together and i was just curious right. if you had uh basically any success with any certain genetics that you prefer yourself well, I mean, John, to be perfectly honest, Atlas Seeds has been the most impressive for me so far. Uh, the first strain of theirs I grew was Face Fat, and it just it absolutely blew my mind. It, it, you know, it checked every box for me. It, it had a, a great high. It was long-lasting. It kind of, it wasn't, you know, real couch lock stuff, but it wasn't that stuff that made you want to get up and do a bunch of shit either. It was just that, it was that perfect all around head and body high. Lasted for three, four, five hours sometimes. Just you didn't have to smoke again. But the, the thing that got me about it the most was uh, the way it ended up smelling and tasting. It was just amazing. It was like a mixture of roasted onion and roasted garlic and just like a little bit of like sweetness in there on top of that like a, a honey or something like that it's amazing okay definitely i haven't grown that and i just I, the last run i did i did a fog dog and it was some pretty good stuff too i still got a little bit of it left i'm trying to get it to hold us through till this next round is finished but yeah i, I really like their stuff definitely definitely yeah I, i'm gonna be running um the atlas fast genetics up here for out, outdoor next year i ran a couple of them this year and i loved how they finished in september because we deal with a lot of i i lost a whole genetic to uh bud rot i lost one to bursillus i lost one to just corn burrows and bud rot and we get a lot of weird weather up here we swung 50 degrees in 24 hours so i mean that's huge yeah and uh oh yeah it, it didn't do well for our outdoor but indoor you know we got that we got that definitely going definitely hank we we're glad you joined us we're glad you joined us hipsters everybody's doing well that's great definitely awesome up, everybody some of our regulars are coming in some of them are from overseas you know and uh they're great people you know 
your your audio is a little choppy i will admit and it's probably a connection issue possibly speed issue on one of our ends but you know everybody is hearing you just fine so it's working out great you know everybody's starting awesome. to roll in um but you know definitely you know have you ever grown outdoors yet or are you strictly indoor uh, I did try a couple of plants last year. I threw a couple of autos out there, and then I had a couple of uh, uh, seeds from uh, a couple years before that it got, I had tried outside that some horses got to because I just put it in a bad spot. But I did get some seeds off of that, and I threw some of them outside last year. Uh, the biggest problem with doing that here is like, I don't have a greenhouse or anything like that, so they were like just literally right outside and there's so much feral hemp down here that it's you you get pollinated there's no way around without having a, a nice greenhouse and good ventilation and all that but yeah i, I have but you know they, they all ended up you know pretty decent for you know what they were and where i had to put them like i didn't like go out anywhere in the middle of you know like with everybody used to in the cornfields and stuff. I just had a big brush pile out here. I threw a couple of autos kind of in the middle of the brush pile and made a space to where nobody would really be able to see them unless they walked right up on it, shit like that. But yeah, it, it was all right. But yeah, like I said, with all the feral hemp around here, you're, you're going to get pollinated, and that's just not the kind of random genetics I want to be planting next season. Right, exactly, yeah. That's crazy, though. I never knew you guys had a feral hemp like that down there, you know? I mean, my... Oh, it's my, everywhere. Yeah, I got a cousin that lives there, you know? He lives right in the, you know, the capital down there, and uh, he, uh, you know, he, yeah, he, he um, his boys work on the uh, big silos. They, they do all the welding and stuff on the silos and stuff, and I actually oh, lost nice. my... I lost my cousin down there. Uh, he got he got hit by a school bus um, in a car crash. Jeez. And, uh, I'm sorry yeah, to hear that. Man, that's and, great. Yeah, he was about to graduate. It was two weeks before graduation last year. He was just about to turn 18, and yeah, we lost him. I I haven't been out there, but I, my cousins moved out there a long time ago, and you know we never see him, but. You know they live out and out that way, and uh, it's it's uh yeah it, it was sad you know because the kid had a full scholarship to be a mechanic and uh, he didn't even get to utilize it. That's that was wow. the worst part. Yeah, he, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah, yes. But um, so I guess I the questions that I have for you are kind of like what we ask everybody, and that is. You know, you kind of already answered the first one. Where, you, how old you were when you first came across it, and where'd you get it from? But our second question we typically ask is, when you do smoke, are you one of them people that get the munchies? And if you do, what is your preferred munchie? Well, that's a tougher question because I'm. It seems like I'm just constantly hungry, but then again, I'm also constantly higher medicated, so. That could be part of it, but I, I don't think it is. I think I'm just, uh, I'm a fat kid at heart. I've always liked to eat, so it, it doesn't matter if I'm high or not. I've got something to eat somewhere close. Definitely, definitely. But I, I guess as far as, like, if I, if I do get the munchies, because I do get the munchies when we smoke, and uh, 
again, you know, that fat kid comes into play, and I, I usually want something, some sweets or something like candy bars or whatnot, some bite-sized butterfingers or some shit like that. Definitely. Definitely. I, you know, I, I think um, what we're going to do, because we don't have the biggest crowd tonight, and I wanted to give some seeds away, but, you know, I think what I'm going to do, and I know Otto won't have a problem with it, is we got we to gotta help grow your following a little bit. So I think what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to give away a pack through our Instagram, but everybody's going to have to come over and follow you in order to be uh, eligible to win a pack. And we're gonna, we're, we're gonna build your following, yeah, out of our community here. You know, we all work together, and uh, I think it'll just make it more beneficial for all of us. You know, all of us get to see everybody's content a little bit more and support the people who are actually growing the genetics. You can see what they're growing firsthand. It'll it'll be great for everybody. You know, and definitely, I'm actually about to spark some Atlas up right now. I grew the sour glue fast genetic outdoors this year, and I'll admit okay. it's not—it's not my preferred. It, it, but it is good. Now, um, the reason I don't like it is I—I I, I found out I really don't like that much gas. And when I say that, I mean I like my diesels, but I don't think it's—I think it's the glue side of things I don't like because. Gorilla Glue up here in Michigan is like the staple strain. Everybody, everybody grows the Gorilla Glue number four. And it's gotten so plain out that like everywhere, anytime you needed a, a bag before anybody was really growing it, everybody had it. And, and that was the only thing that was available. And it, it was just like, ugh. Gorilla Glue again. And it's like, oh, new. yeah. So like, I think that's why I'm kind of played out on it, and I and I have two pounds of it, so it's like, oh yeah, you know, I got this for a while, but you know, we didn't do as well as I thought we would do outdoors this year. You know, I I secured just over six pounds total, and I split it with the guy who would let me use his land, and uh, so three pounds, four pounds roughly each, and. Uh, It'll last me because now I'm back into growing my indoor, you know, and we're getting ready to set up a bed. And that's kind of why I like wanted to have this conversation with you, because to see if you had any advice for for you, not only the soil mix, but just anything in general as far as growing in a bed, because this is going to be new to me, especially indoors. I'm growing a four by four bed, living soil, and um, I'm going to scrub mine. But it's going to be in a five by five. But, you know, I I want to make sure I'm going to do things right. So there is some things that I'm using that maybe you don't use. But like I'm going to be utilizing a blue mat system because I'm on the road and it makes it easier for the watering system. But uh, other than that, I mean, and I'm going to be pretty much set up similar, but my bed is obviously pre-made i didn't make it myself unfortunately i'm not that good at that kind of stuff so i went with something pre-made but uh you know i went with a grassroots bed and uh from build a soil but uh what what any advice i mean as far as mixing up the soil is there anything i should make sure that i have in my soil i mean i know 
I got a pretty good recipe coming from my soil guy, but I'm always looking to add something. So if you have any advice, I'd love to hear it. And I'm sure people out there in the community would love to hear it too. I mean, to be perfectly honest, uh, I just started doing, I guess, what is, you know, popularly known as living soil uh, when I built that box. Um, okay. Before that, I was kind of doing something similar because I've always been a, a frugal type person. Like, I don't like to be wasteful and throw shit away if I can use it again. So I've always been a reuser of my soils and stuff. I started out using just the regular old uh, Promix HP with added mycorrhizae in it. So that's something I've been using for years too, the mycorrhizae. And I just always, you know, I, I started out with, you know, the normal stuff that one you know, usually would in the organic situation. Like I was using the blood meals, the bone meals, uh, gypsum and lime, stuff like that. And I just kept, you know, building back on it. And I, I was never like a tester or anything like that. I, I just did my first soil test the other day. Uh, and, it came back pretty good. Uh, it was just one of the little cheap ones from Walmart, but uh, it kind of showed me where I was, you know, sitting at a little bit. Um, Definitely. I, I, I've, I, I can't claim to be uh, a master or anything like that. I just kind of, I play it by ear. Uh, I buy things. I, I, I call my grow style like the Bruce Lee style. Like, I try to take in all the information that I can that everybody tells me and that it's thrown my way, that I read somewhere else, and I take what I think is going to be the most useful, at least in my situation, or sometimes it comes down to what I can get at the time. But, I, you know, I just I kind of do that method of things, and once I started this living soil box and started using cover crops and stuff like that, putting the mulch layer down, it just kind of seemed like, you know, the stuff that I had in there was really enjoying it. I wasn't getting any of that because uh, before I was using like the Fox Farm nutrients and stuff like that. Yeah. I was getting all those, you know, the burn and stuff because I was using it too strong or too hot, whatever you call it. And I switched over to this, the, this living soil method and started doing all this stuff. And I kind of went down this, uh, I call it the Alice in Wonderland rabbit holes with all this uh, making my own ferments and extracts and stuff. And I'm still falling, man. I'm still falling down that fucking hole because I'm still trying to learn new shit every day. Like, I haven't even started to make, like, OHN yet or anything like that. I do EM1. I make ferments with brown sugar and plant matter from stuff out in my yard and garden. That's awesome. I don't even do that. So you, man, that's amazing. You know, when I hear you guys, like do, a lot of people say you're supposed to. Like, I've got a little bit of woods here right on my property, so I just set the stuff right out there and captured it. I've got a, a bucket of, uh, I, I call it like an IMO JLF that I've had brewing for a year and a half now. That every now and then, like if I feel like my plants are getting a little yellow, I'll just take a cup of that and throw it in my, my two-gallon watering bucket. But they they just seem to kind of love everything I've thrown at them since I started using these methods and stuff. And like my biggest inspiration for it has been uh, OK Calyx on Instagram. Yep. Yeah, dude's a fucking genius, man. Like, I don't even think he knows it, but yeah, oh. I, I love watching all his stuff. 
Yeah, definitely. We reached out to him. We're, we're waiting to get him on the show. He's going to be coming on eventually. We've talked about it. It's just he's so busy. But yeah, definitely. Oh, I yeah. Mean, he, he He's a genius. There's a lot of education all over in this industry. And I don't think anybody is a professional. You know, none of us. We're always learning something new. My, 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 one of my best friends is a registered geologist and a professor at one of the universities here in Michigan. And uh, he runs a soil company called Country Roots, which is what I use. And uh, he makes amendments and everything and it's all organic and uh, living soils and stuff. And um, he even tells me, you know, there's no professional when it comes to this. I've met some cool people this season. You know, this was probably my favorite season so far because of the, the knowledge I've occurred. And that's exactly what I try to do myself here is be the Rolodex of the industry. So now that me and you are connected, I'm gonna connect you with other people, you know. Um, I don't know if you have a Petra Tools mini fogger yet, but we'll get you. We'll get yeah, you I know. I, I got one of the little $15 ones off of Amazon. It's not Petra Tools brand. <laughs> yeah, we got to get you connected. You know, I, I know these guys, <laughs> you know, on a professional level. I, and I want to see you. I want to see you be able to utilize these products and be able to. I know you what you're capable of just from seeing it already. And I, I'm blown away. And obviously seedsman is impressed otherwise they wouldn't have asked me to have you on the show you know and uh yeah. you know well, i'm trying to get better every day too so definitely definitely you know so you know we you got the arrow mixer so now we got to make sure you're applying the ipm the best possible way possible and even if i got to send you one of my brand new sprayers personally you know we'll get it we'll get it out to you and we'll get it squared away. Yeah, see, I had some trifecta that I was using, but I mean, so far my IPM has been this right here. I just cross the fingers and hope I don't get any bugs. Yeah, my biggest yeah. issue has been fungus gnats because I was doing the organics, so I was thinking, you know, I was always keeping my soil somewhat moist. I had issues with fungus gnats, but I knocked them down with mosquito bits. That ended up working pretty good, so hasn't been too big of an issue for me. I haven't had any like sure. real outbreaks or anything like that. So I'm dealing with them myself, you know, in my auto tent, you know, I, what I did is uh, I kind of slowed the autos down, I guess you'd say in a sense, they've been growing longer than what they say they should. They're fast buds. They were only supposed to be a 63 day and they're a mimosa cake auto. And I grew them outside for almost a month in a solo cup. So I stunted them a little bit and I just let them sun grow, you know, and they didn't get big, maybe two, three inches. And I had no room for them because I had to dry and harvest and all this. I was running out of room. Finally, I got them into the tent right. and they're finishing up right now. But I noticed a lot of fungus gnats. So I put them yellow sticky traps in there. You can get them at any Home Depot or Menards or anything like that. And they work great they work great because uh mr grow it which is another grower i i'm friends with he uh yep. he's he's the one that mentioned it he gets the ones that are actually round or he cuts them or something and they actually fit in the top of his the whole layer of his pot and i'm like man that's pretty good but you know this was back in the day i don't know if he still uses them but you know i've always kind of followed them guys that's the thing in this industry is None of us are professionals, like I said. So we're all looking up to somebody that 
might just have that little bit more knowledge than we do. But they're looking up to somebody too. Don't let them fool you. You know, everybody's looking at somebody else, trying to figure out what's going on. You know, I'm looking at Northern Scrogger, trying to learn how to scrog. And I love watching his stuff. That's what I was trying to do in this stint that I've got going right now was the scrog. I, I think I ended up uh, vegging them a little too long because they got a nice big stretch on them and didn't end up, you know, really. Uh, filling out as much as I hoped they would, but then again, I was running two different genetics, so they kind of had slightly different growth rates. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. With it, it, everything's a, a learning experience for me. So, uh, and I'm all right with that. Yeah, I like yeah. learning every everything new every day. You know, it's it's this plant amazes me in more ways than I can even count. Definitely, a couple other people in the. Uh, Audience, want you to uh, mention what your Instagram is so they can find you. Oh yeah, it's ipokes underscore smot four twenty. So that's i p o k e underscore s m o t four two zero. There you go, guys. You heard it right from the source. You know, and like I said, I'll put it in there. I, I'm not good at remembering everybody's actual Instagrams unless it's like pretty much all shoved together when you put them underscores in it i usually get it wrong so i let you guys you know you nobody knows it better than you and uh that's the that's the way we leave it there but you know that leads me into a question that i want to ask you but i don't want you to think too hard on this i want the first thought that pops in your head that this is the organically blunt famous question if you could smoke with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? Uh, I, I, it's a bit of a tough question, but I, I guess since uh, I started this whole Instagram thing, somebody I uh, thought about wanting to smoke with since I found out that you know, they were that kind of person is the Godfather from WWF. Okay. Yeah, I, you're the first to say that, too, and I did not know that. So you just enlightened me on something, you know, that I'm going to go have to check into after this. Because I love that. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, that's the first. Right there. You know, that, that would be legit. That would be badass. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he you know, seems like uh, all the videos and stuff I've seen of him, the hangouts and stuff he does, he looks like a cool motherfucker. So, my kind of definitely, people. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, what can we expect from you in the next couple months? I mean, do you have any special genetics you're planning to run, or are you going to be doing anything different your next run? Do you got your? Do you got everything kind well, of set in how you like it now? The genetics in my next center right now fully sponsored by Seedsman. I'm going to be growing uh, uh, peyote form that they sent me one of the last times. They sent me a care package. Uh, I got black sugar this last time. Uh, purple ghost candy. And shoot, what's the other one? Just a second. Let me grab it. Yeah, take your time. No hurry. You're going to love that purple ghost candy. We, we, we did some stuff with the purple ghost candy. That was good. 
let me know how that black that black does for you I, I, because they sent me a pack of that black and that was the one pack i've i received from them out of the whole history of three years now that did not germinate the whole pack did not work for me and they ended up not sending me another one because it didn't work and they had to redo it like they went through and tossed the whole thing out and we redid seeds so like let me know how that does because I want to. I'm curious to see how that turns out because anything with the sure. black lineage in it, I I kind of am drawn to because just like anybody else, when they see the purples and stuff, they're drawn to the colors and they're drawn to the tones and and the the, the cosmetic side of it. And uh, that's basically you know why I wanted to grow it because nobody else had that around here and I didn't get a chance yep. here. So. If I would, I want to follow you on that one, definitely. Yeah, I'll keep you up for sure. Definitely. That point what I'm going to be doing is Blue Dream. Okay, yeah, that's my favorite. All of them are from Seasoning. Okay, yeah, yeah. I so love that's been Dream. one of my favorite strains for a long time. So, like, I'm pretty interested in uh, growing just about anybody that says they've got Blue Dream that I can buy. Definitely, definitely, yeah. I'll have to patch you in with a couple of our, our other genetics guys. You know, Captain Redbeard Seeds, he's got some quality genetics that I feel you might like too. You know, I'm always up to like, you know, helping everybody kind of grow together. And uh, if there's anything you ever see that, you know, that we're running that you're like, man, I'd like to try that. Don't hesitate to ask because I can probably get you out a pack in the mail. No problem. You know. Anything you ever want to oh, try. Yeah. We work with a lot of different brands and they want to, they want to see what they do in different areas, you know, and being that you're where you're at, not a lot of testing's gone on down, down there yet. So like, you know, people want to know how it works, even if it's indoor, you know, they want to know how you can make it happen. And, and uh, we can always, we can always line up some new stuff for you too if you ever want to try some stuff. You know, I like I like seeing stuff grown in different areas and seeing what people can do with it. You know, I uh, right. yeah, it's it's awesome. I I just got back from our Halloween party. We had a big Halloween party that was great. I dressed up as the mask and I didn't win, but I should have I should have won. Everybody said, but because I didn't do cannabis themed on my costume this girl she made she was called the ganja goddess she had these big angel wings made of pot leaves and when she pulled her arms with these cords the wings would flap and shit it was like badass nice. I, was like, I was like yeah i'm not beating that like no way in hell so it was, <laughs> it, was it was a good time but definitely you know when when they told us to come across and check you out you know and i seen you made your own bed and everything so how deep is your bed if you don't mind me asking uh it's 12 inches okay it's, All right. it's 12 inches tall uh i've got about 10 inches of the uh, soil mix in there right now i, I left a uh, plenty of room so that i could top dress and stuff like that because i knew i was going to be doing chop and drop with my cover crop so i left a little bit of room there and then i got the straw in there it just keeps kind of breaking down and it, it's been 
working out pretty good. Uh, I, I built it somewhat water resistant on the bottom because I don't have like a tray or anything under it. I just have it sitting right in my tent on the floor tray. And okay. it's, you know, it was built out of necessity. Like I, I wanted to do living soil. Like I knew I wanted to grow the cleanest possible cannabis that I could for myself. And I just, uh, it's, I'm one of them people that I've always been handy. I've always been uh, good at doing stuff like that, throwing things together. And I actually kind of like when there's something that I want and I either can't afford it or I just don't want to have to pay for it. But I have everything I need to make something work. So I'll just go out in the garage and throw something together. And man, the, the plants that I've had in it are loving it. Like the pop of Smurf and the Bubba Cheesecake that I got in there right now have been my best looking plants yet. And I mean, I can't attribute that all to the living soil box because, you know, I have tried, you know, growing a, a number of times. I've had pretty successful grows, but these have definitely been my best looking plants to date. Man, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm Like I said, I'm going to tag you so people can come check you out in the, in the, description afterwards and stuff like that you know uh, instagram is that and youtube and all that have kind of been updated lately so when i do tag you it like puts a new like icon in the bottom now that they're going to be releasing so it makes it easier to find for people to find you because before it would just be a text link but now it's like a logo so hopefully our youtube has been updated with with that now so it'll be easier for everybody to find people but you know that definitely that leads me into one of my final questions for you you know and that being when it does make it to the recreational market where you're at do you feel you that you will still be one of them people that kind of hides it or do you think you'll express yourself more <coughs> Um, as long as it doesn't interfere with my wife's work, uh, I, am very open and done it. Most of the people that, uh, that are within our circle kind of have either know that I do it or have an idea that I do. I don't really try to hide a whole lot unless I know I'm talking to somebody that I need it, you know, needs to be kept from for the moment. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm definitely out there about it. I, I like the fact that I grow cannabis for myself and us and that i mean first of all like you know i, I save us probably six to eight thousand dollars a year and just not buying cannabis oh, no. so that's that's a, that's a pretty big deal to me. six to eight thousand a year is a lot of money now what and, and, uh, sorry go ahead go i was ahead. gonna i was gonna ask what is your guys's going rate for like an uh, an ounce out there like you know your your i guess you'd say your face value on that uh, are you talking street yeah 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 just basically like it's just like just the the stuff that we like if i need to go down and pick up a bag the stuff that we can get is usually like 180 to 200 bucks still an ounce wow yeah you you guys is my i can see why you're saving so much you know you know, oh, that's I'm cheap like, to me though too, though, because I remember back when I first started, it was like four, four hundred and fifty bucks an ounce up here. So, 
Yeah, I, I'm not used to them prices. <laughs> like my highest yeah, I've ever paid. Right. I probably paid two twenty five at the most. Like my whole life, two twenty five, and that was like for some top notch gas. Like I couldn't imagine. But now our prices have dropped out so much here that you can get uh what I call mids for $40 an ounce here. And it's not good, but it'll get you high. But, you know, I, I, try, to, I try to hear what everybody's prices are because it, it it blows my mind. You know, one of my best friends lives out in California and he's like, man, we pay $30 out here. And this was years before we did. And I was like, no way. And then all of a sudden it hit out here. So, Eventually, the markets become so saturated that the it drives the price right through the floor. That it's not a good thing, you know. So for you guys to have that kind of pricing tier, that makes it so that you know the market stays strong out there. The demand is strong, so like it's a good thing for people that want to make a living, you know. Definitely, right. and that's where I see it at. Definitely, so. I guess, you know, we got about 15 minutes or so before I wrap everything up here. Is there anything you want the audience to know about you or, or where they can find you again or anything like that, you know? Yep, sure. Uh, just tell me smoke. You can find me at ipokesmot420 on Instagram. It's ipoke underscore smot420. And just keep your eyes peeled because I have big things planned for uh, cannabis in my future. Uh, I have a lot of uh, what some would call, I guess, pipe dreams. <laughs> Pun intended. Because, uh, like, I I want to I want to become a breeder at some point. I want to breed my own uh, medicinal strains. I want to, you know, we've gotten into like I've got a, a notepad and everything that I've written down names of stuff that I'd, I'd like to uh, grow in the future and but like we start with like what we're doing is we start with the name and try to make it something original which is really getting really hard to do these days as far as strain names goes but uh, yeah. we start thinking of the different crosses and stuff that we think would make a good strain with this name and uh, like my big thing is, is I really love like the old uh, any kind of old school like cheesy spunky weed uh, have been my my favorites. So like there's a lot of stuff I want to do with those, and it's, it's just you know it's something that uh, my wife and I do all the time. Is it would be you know I kind of got her into it because at first you know she wasn't into it at first. It's been my thing this whole time, but I'm trying to get her into it when. It is legal for us to both do it. Uh, I've gotten her into the, you know, she's been throwing some strain names at me now and saying we need to do this, we need to make this. And it's, it, we've, we've definitely got some uh, some big plans for the future as far as uh, us growing cannabis and stuff goes. So keep your eyes peeled. We'll be out there someday and Someday everybody's going to be saying, hey, I want that shit the smoke's got. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You know, and if there's anything... And, and that's, why I like, that's why I like that everybody calls me smoke, you know, because like I said, you know, everybody knows where there's smoke, there's fire. 
definitely, definitely. Yeah, hey, that's yeah, a good. That, you, you, you need to put that on a shirt, man, with your logo, because I feel like that should be that should be your quote for real, believe it or not. Because oh yeah, that's that that that's smooth, and uh, you know, de definitely. If there's anything we can do to help along the way, connect you with anybody that we work with, don't be afraid to ask. You know, I work with a lot of breeders. Eventually, I'm gonna do. I've seen it on other shows back in the day, but not so much nowadays is they used to do what they call the breeders round table. And a bunch of breeders would come on the show on a panel and they'd be all lined up on here, a bunch of them. And everybody would just talk genetic talk and breeders and ask questions and answer questions and trade seeds and trade cuts and they trade pollen and you know it, it was cool i've never bred in, in my life yet neither i i haven't even learned that process yet but i can tell you that it fascinates me and like they say yeah. when when you breed your own it's like a whole other chapter opens up and then all of a sudden pretty soon you're you're addicted to it and so oh yeah I'm already addicted to it, and I haven't even started breeding yet. So, right, right. right. <laughs> my big thing, my big thing about it is, is that it's gonna. I'm gonna be one of the folks. It's gonna take a, a long while for one of my strains to come out because that's how picky I am. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be very meticulous about you know my breeding standards and whatnot. Definitely, it's gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I got a guy that I want you to check out too, by the way, if you get a chance. He's he's very knowledgeable, a good friend of mine, and I feel like you might be able to get some knowledge from him. And that's uh Red Setter Farms. You know, they're out of oh, yeah. Michigan, but he is very educated on the all the organic stuff. And I feel like if you ever have a question, he's the guy to go to when it comes to organic sides of gardening because he he brings his product to the market. We have actual like farmers markets here every Sunday in Michigan, and yeah. uh, people actually can come and purchase different products, and uh, it's all legal, you know. That's awesome. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I follow Red. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He he's very educated, dude. He he he's a good friend of mine, and. Uh, I hung out with him. I, like I said, this was probably my best summer as far as meeting people, you know, and I'm always willing to connect people with other people now that I've met these people. Like, I know you said you've been watching Northern Scrogger. Don't be afraid to message. His name's Troy. Don't be afraid to message Troy. Oh, yeah. Tell him I, I sent you, and he, he'll answer any questions you have, like, because he's basically holding my hand through the to build the net and I'm watching his videos and I'm like, okay, I got to make this happen, you know, and following some of his stuff. And I'm like, okay, you know, I, how high do I need it? How big do I need it? I'll ask all these questions that he's probably answered a million times, but he doesn't hesitate. To <laughs> and it, it, Oh yeah. Uh, I probably asked him a couple already myself. Yep. Yep. So, you know, with that being said, guys, make sure you follow him on instagram i'm going to put it in the description below he's mentioned it a few times you can rewind it back slow it down listen to it type it in but it'll also be linked in the show notes and with that being said you know 
We appreciate you coming on the Organically Blunt show. We hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. And you're always yeah, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, and you're always welcome back. If you always have something new coming out and you're like, oh, I got to show people this, don't re hesitate to send me a message and say, hey, I want to talk about something on the show because we'll put you on here. You're now part of the family. Anybody that's been on the show is always welcome to come back a second time or even more. You know, we the door is always open. So, you know, we hope you enjoy the rest of your evening, spend some time with your family and your plants and stay healthy, stay lit and stay lifted. Thanks for coming on the show. That's right. Thanks for having me guys. Have a good one. You Before we wrap up today's episode, we want to give a huge shout out to our amazing partners who make the organically blunt show possible. We've had the privilege of collaborating with some of the best in the industry and we want to make sure everybody knows it. Make sure you use coupon code organically blunt, all one word, to save yourself some cash on these great brands. Seedsman Genetics, a seed bank that's been in business for over 20 years. Grow Strong Industries, the makers of Gorilla Grow Tent, Lotus Nutrients, and Kind LED. Be sure to use coupon code organically blunt. Grow Bags, an evolutionary solution for saving turps while storing your flowers. Build a soil loyal to the soil for quality soil and amendments. Captain Redbeard Seeds, genetics that are loyal to the soil. Horticulture Lighting Group, quality lights made for all levels of growing. Grain Science Grow Bags, the most breathable solution and made in the United States. Country Roots, organic soil and amendments. Atlas Seed Company. Humboldt Seed Company, Humboldt's first seed. Sofem Genetics, quality genetics at an affordable price. 420 Fast Buds, some of the fastest auto flowers in the industry. Petra Tools and their mini fogger for the best IPM application solution. Smoke and Stork Genetics, genetics that are truly applied above. Green Wolf Genetics, genetics that are truly bred from a wolf pack. Extreme Gardening. Lost Coast Plant Therapy, the most organic IPM solution in the industry. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes as we continue to explore the world of cannabis and the lifestyle that surrounds it. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and you can always email us at organicallyblunt at gmail.com and follow us where you listen to podcasts.